0: From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Wednesday, February 16th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. Anti-government protests spread to another Arab nation, Libya. And in Jordan, recent protests have cast a spotlight on Islamist leaders.
1: They want democracy, they want participation. These are, all of them, our Western values. Nobody should be scared.
0: Also on the program today, travelers to Amsterdam discover a library in an unusual place. Normally in an airport you consume objects. And here you can come consume culture and sort of enlighten yourself while you're traveling. First, today's news headlines. BBC News with David Legg. A top American official says Somali piracy is a far more professionally managed business than previously thought. President Obama's anti-piracy coordinator Donna Hopkins told the BBC that eradicating the problem will be harder than bringing peace to Afghanistan. Martin Plout reports.
1: Mrs Hopkins said the pirates had taken around $60 million in ransoms in the past year, but only 15% was going to the pirates themselves. The rest went to a transnational criminal network, not all of whom were Somalis. She said it was quite probable that the pirates were now raising money professionally. Mrs Hopkins said she'd heard stories of an informal stock exchange, possibly operating from London or another international financial centre, which sold shares in pirate operations. It was, in her view also possible that the pirates were receiving intelligence on the most lucrative ships to seize from individuals working for international maritime organisations.
0: A Somali pirate who attacked a US-flagged ship in 2009 has been sentenced to 33 years in prison by a New York court. Abduwali Aboukade Mouzeh pleaded guilty to hijacking the Maersk, Alabama container ship. Three of his accomplices died in the rescue operation. As protests spread across the Arab world, thousands of demonstrators in Bahrain have held a third day of anti-government rallies in the capital, Manama. At least two people have been killed in demonstrations calling for political reform. Caroline Hawley reports. Anger today in Bahrain. This tiny kingdom has been rocked by anti-government protests, which have been sweeping through the entire region. This now is the third day of demonstrations in Bahrain. Two protesters are dead. They're demanding change in the way Bahrain is governed. The majority Shia population is long simmered with discontent at the way they're ruled by a Sunni monarchy. Today, some of those on the streets went as far as to call for the overthrow of the ruling family. Anti government rallies also continued in Yemen for the sixth day. In Libya, violent demonstrations have left at least 40 people injured in the eastern city of Benghazi. The chief prosecutor in Iran, Ghulam Hussein Mossani Ejahi, has said that those behind Monday's anti government protests there should be punished. <laughs>
1: They should definitely be punished, especially the main perpetrators who invited the people for unrest, for creating insecurity and setting public and private properties on fire in the streets. This cannot be forgiven.
0: He didn't name names, but on Tuesday, Iranian politicians called for two leading opposition politicians, Mir Hossein Mousavi and Mehdi Karoubi, to be tried and executed for calling the protests. Two people have been killed since Monday. World News from the BBC. Israel has said that the Iranians are about to send two warships through the Suez Canal into the Mediterranean. The Israeli Foreign Minister, Avidor Lieberman, called it a provocation that could not be ignored. He said the warships were heading for Syria, and this has not happened for many years. Long queues have formed at banks in Ivory Coast because customers fear a banking collapse as the confrontation continues over last year's presidential election. Standard Chartered has become the fourth bank this week to suspend its operations. Most cash machines in the main city, Abidjan, are closed and cheques can't be cashed. The regional central bank warned commercial banks last week that they face possible sanctions if they dealt with Laurent Bagbo's administration. His opponent,